eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thinking of buying a house and want a really low interest rate? Owning has a special for home purchases, where owning pays all your closing costs and the rate in APR is an unheard of 1.875% for a 15-year fixed mortgage with 20% down. This is the craziest low rate for a mortgage with no closing costs that owning has ever done. 1.875% rate in APR. Heck, we're almost paying you to live in a new house. Call 8332-OWNING or go to owning.com to see if you qualify for this crazy low 1.875% rate. That's a fixed rate loan at 1.875% with no closing costs. Call 8332-OWNING now because 1.875 could go away at any time. NMLS 2611, licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, subject to credit approval. Offer assumes the use of lender's choice as crew and title services. Call 8338580066 for terms and conditions. That's 8332-OWNING or owning.com. 8332-OWNING or owning.com. Hi, I'm John Meacham, the host of Cadence 13's new podcast, Fate of Fact, on how America and its political parties got to where we are today. Available now on Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. The Five Star Zone with Rico Beard. Welcome to another edition of the Five Star Zone. Rico Beard, Evan Jenkins on the other side. And Evan, man, a lot is going on in the world of college sports. Don't even know where to dive in. But Thursday, it's going to be official. On Thursday, the one-time transfer rule will be law. It'll get passed. It got passed on Wednesday, but it became official Thursday. It means, plain and simple, any kid can transfer anywhere without penalty and play the very next season in football and basketball. You can travel. I believe you can transfer within, within conferences. Literally, you can go across the street. This is going to change the dynamic of college sports. This ranks right up there with the early entry into the drafts, whether it was the one and done in basketball or leaving after three years in college football. It changes the scope of how coaches now have to go after people, how coaches will now look at their recruits because here's here's how I see it very simply. 
no longer will you see a college coach recruit and over-recruit and bring in a class of 28. That's dumb. That's stupid. Because you want to save room for transfers. You want to save room. And to me, I think the college transfer may be more valuable than a recruit. Here's why I say that. Recruit coming in and out of high school looks great in his conference. What, what, what do you call it? The, 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 uh, Macomb County Five. Is what the I- Macomb <laughs> County Five. Where you can look great in a certain conference because, you know, you're the biggest kid. You're the tallest kid. You, you dominate this weaker conference. So, you, you know, you're a four-star guy. You know, you may even luck yourself into being a five-star kid. But it's a bad conference. You're going up against bad competition. I take the transfer over a regular recruit. The transfer is now proven. The transfer has shown me you could do it on the next level. You could play with the big boys, and maybe you didn't get a ton of people looking at you. So you took that chip. You took that hunger. You took that desire, and you parlayed that into going from mid-major school to now all the majors are saying, hey, whoa, sorry we passed on you, but come and help me immediately in my program. So, yeah, if, if I'm recruiting, if, if, I'm a, if I'm a football coach, I think I'd cap it. I think the minimum you could bring in every year is 25. I'd cap my high school recruitments at probably 17 or 18, and I'm going to leave seven or eight spots available for transfers because you, it's going to happen. It's going to be like a pandemic, and I know some people are not going to like this. Some people are going to be angry. I want it back the way it is. Well, it's not going to be the way it is, Okay evolution things change we don't play in leather helmets there's no peach baskets at the end of the court in college hoops we change we evolve this is a major evolution because the the next few years the coaches who learn how to work this system will have the competitive advantage you want to know how you can level the playing field in college football against alabama and clemson and ohio state this is it right here You go get ready-made guys, you bring them into your program, and now you can challenge them. Because before, though Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Georgia, and basically those four teams right there sucked up 50% of the five-star players. So the top NFL players in four schools. It's not fair. What what are you going to do? Nothing. Now you can balance that out. So now you have a chance. Maybe now in a few years it won't be the same college football Final Four because other teams. You see what Mel Tucker's doing. I mean, in the end, he may have bringing 20 different transfers that weren't there last year that will be there next season coming up to play, and they'll be eligible to play in the fall. It's how you balance the scales because the rich have been getting richer for years. Notre Dame, Texas, Oklahoma, as I said, all of those schools get suck up all the players. now. You'll get the guys who, hey, you're the man at Western Michigan, like Jaden Reed. Hey, Jaden, come play for Michigan State. We can use you. And now he transitioned to Michigan State so well, he's wearing a number one jersey. Yeah, and the first thing that comes to my mind when I think about it is that photo of the Michigan State quarterbacks with Nick Foles and Kirk Cousins and Brian Hoyer. You know how many of those photos we're going to see? Couldn't you believe that these guys are on team at one time? You know yeah. what I mean? That teams, are you going to see schools like, I always thought it was weird that like Michigan State was taking pride in Nick Foles, even though he wasn't playing until he got to Arizona. But you're going to see a lot of those photos. Mm-hmm. 
And it's going to be hard for fans to be attached to a player. And I wonder if it's going to change fandom. And when you talk about the rich getting richer and how it was with recruiting, I think that's still going to happen, but only at like one or two positions each year. You know, if Bama needs a ready-made quarterback, they're probably going to get the best one, don't you think? No, but here's the thing. If you're Bama, are you going to go after the high school kid, the five-star kid who goes out to the Elite 11 and tears it up? Mm -hmm. You have no idea how he's going to transition in college. Or if you're Bama, do you go after the, you know, Eastern Washington kid who threw for 4,000 yards, 34 touchdowns, three interceptions, and also ran for 600 yards? He's already played college football. Right. He's a true freshman. He's at Eastern Washington. Well, that's what I'm saying. They're still going to get the best of the no, best. No, no, with- you're going to get the best of the best. But what I'm saying, not necessarily so, because if you're the kid, you know, you're right. Bama's going to be able to pick and shoot. It's only going to be one or two, though. But where you're right, where teams are really going to benefit are the Michigan States, the right. Michigans, the, the teams that maybe aren't the top team in the conference. But players are going to say, I can play there right now. It's a great program. They're going to treat you well, and it's different from where I'm coming. We talked about it a little bit before about how it's going to change college basketball. I think that's where we're really going to notice it because the rosters are so small. But I wonder, is there a rule where they limit a team from recruiting off your roster? I mean, like, is that going to be an illegal thing where you can't contact high school kids at a certain amount of time is that going to be the same? Like well, you can't contact within season. Oh, technically you can't. So I mean, it's you got you got to do the back channels. You okay. Do the hey. Well, because I'm just wondering what loopholes teams are going to find now. No, the, the old high school football coach, their trainer, mm-hmm. parents, friend of the family type of thing. Hell, their pastor. Right. Somebody close to the person that you can kind of float out there. You know, Evan, see if, see if Evan's happy where he's at. Because we got a spot for him. We technically didn't talk to you, Evan. We talked to people around you in your circle. You relay messages back. It's like the old note passing in high school. Right. Or Do you like school. me? Check yeah. yes or no. Hey, can you give this note to Sally? Yeah. Technically, I didn't pass the note to her. You did. Right. So that's what you're looking at. Now, I'm going to get to basketball in a second, but when it comes to football, honestly, if I'm if I'm a program, I don't know if I'm recruiting quarterbacks anymore. In order to win in college football, you need that quarterback. I don't know if you're going to see an investment of time. And little did they know, like, Harbaugh's been having that model for years. He recruits quarterbacks, but he ends up using the transfer quarterback instead. Unless this is a can't-miss guy or unless this is a guy who's a legacy to the program, I may address three quarterbacks who I want, and if I miss on all three, I'm okay with that because I know there's going to be a quarterback in the transfer portal that I could pick up. So, if and if you're a quarterback, why would you go and sit behind somebody when I, I can go to Central Michigan, I can go to Western Michigan, I can go to Bowling Green, I can go to Tulsa, I can go to any of these places, and yeah, they're small schools and you don't want to be there for a while, but you could light it up and now the world is yours. Alabama and Clemson weren't calling you when you were in high school, but now, as I say, you go out to Eastern Washington and you throw for four grand, you got everybody's attention. Yeah, you're absolutely right, and I wonder how that is going to affect 
upper echelon quarterbacks and where they choose to go. I wonder if you're going to see these five-star quarterbacks go to schools where you're like, why would they go? And then you're like, oh, yeah, because he can play right now, put it on tape, and there's one thing that doesn't lie. Your tape doesn't lie, right? Numbers might lie when you look at them, right? Your numbers might look really good. But guess what? Those numbers weren't there in crunch time, right? Like Matthew Stafford is a prime example. You look at that guy's numbers, you're like, holy crap, he's an incredible quarterback. Then you watch the tape and you're like, Oh, okay, now I understand why he doesn't have that Super Bowl. Right. So, or a playoff win or whatever it might be. But I wonder if you're going to see a four-star kid that normally would get recruited by Clemson, Michigan, Alabama, so on and so forth, and they're like, it's going to take me three years to play there. I'd rather go play right now at Ohio University, be seen on Tuesdays, mm-hmm. national TV on ESPN, and I wonder how many coaches are going to be watching those games too. Yeah. Or the competition that they play, you know, early on in the year, they'll play Western, Central, so on and so forth. They see that kid, and they're like, go find his parents after the game, and we'll go talk to him." Oh, it's funny, because I was saying that last year when Michigan State played Ohio State, and, you know, Justin Fields is the quarterback, but I'm looking, like, Ohio State has a five-star QB coming in. They have two guys on their bench. One is not going to be there. So, like, a guy like Jack Miller out of Arizona, if I'm Mel Tucker, I would have casually dropped a business card in front of him. Oh, did I drop that with my cell number on it, mm-hmm. son? Oh, no, you can keep that. And if you ever feel the need to call me, right. You're looking at other teams like, yeah, they got a lot of good quarterbacks that are never going to play. And, and you're going to try to, you know, kick the tires. But that, to me, if you're a quarterback, if you're smart, you go someplace else. If you're a mid-major school or you're a, you know, a, Division two school, anything like that, I would embrace this because a lot of people are upset saying, well, it's going to crush, you know, the small schools. It's only going to help the power five schools. And I say absolutely, absolutely not. I think it levels the playing field for everyone. It levels the playing field. But if you're smart, Evan, if you're a coach at a, you know, a Mac school, you're at Bowling Green. I would simply say, hey, Ryan Day, you can't get everybody. Tell me the people who you couldn't get or people who are like maybe a step below, but you're really interested in, I'll recruit them. I'll bring them to my school. Hell, I'll run your system. And when they're ready, I'll treat this like a community college. You just come and pluck them right off the tree and they're yours and vice versa. If you get some players that you recruit that you turn out to be, they turn out to be not that great. Send them on down to me. I'll take them. They got an open door here at my school. So, you know, you almost treat it like, Embrace the fact that you're the farm system now. Yeah. You're, you're the farm system. You're the G League for college football. So find a school and pair up with that school. You, you probably can't do it officially, but you can. Hey, you know, have a coach slide you a list. Here's 15 names of kids that we were we were really close to offering. But if you could pick them up and show me what they can do, we, we, we may come and take six or seven of those guys off your hands. And you're thinking, well, why would a coach want to do that? Well, one, you're building a relationship with another school. Maybe it parlays into you getting a, a job on that staff. The other, or maybe those kids that don't play there come to your school. Right. They're funneling you players that they're saying, these guys are good. We're just full. So take these guys, and you probably can win with these guys. You're, let's face if you're coaching at a MAC, you're never going to see a national championship. No. Ever. Never. So is it really hurting you that you're pairing up with another school who's kind of tipping you off and, and leading kids saying, hey, I know you want to come here, but what we really like for you to do is go to go to Bowling Green, go to Miami of Ohio, 
I know the guy there. He's a good guy. They run a great system. And if you go there and you bust your ass, we're watching you. And we'll bring you back up here. Okay? For some kids, that's all they need to hear. I got a chance. So, you know, now, you know, cut scene of the, the movie Rudy. Let me just go and work out, ball out, and hopefully I get that call one day saying, we've been watching you, and I think you're ready. Yeah, I wonder, too, like, I don't even know what this percentage is, so I'm just going to throw a number out there. Let's say the amount of kids that go to college right now stay through their senior year. Let's say it's 50%. I have no idea. That might be high. That might be low. What is that percentage going to be now with players actually staying four or five years at one school? I think in football, you're probably going to be looking at 40 to 50%. In basketball, you're probably looking at less than that. You're probably looking at a third. Mm-hmm. That will actually have a senior day at the school that they the started at. That they started at, because basketball is going to be totally different. Football, because it's really you play at the program you were drafted. I mean, recruited to, or you transfer out. Right. That's your options. Basketball is different. You play at the school that recruited you. You transfer out, or you got the NBA or other leagues. You know that's G League, or you can go over to Europe. You can go whatever. overseas and make seven figures and live very nicely. For basketball, these and, and and I think it's why you saw Roy Williams walk out. I, it's going to drive. It's John Beeline didn't care for recruiting. Well, I mean, it, how many the, times has Izzo said he didn't want to see this happen? I could easily see, you know, Izzo, Calipari, uh, you know, Coach K. I'm too old for this. I, I, it was hard enough trying to recruit the one and duns. Now I have to recruit one and duns and transfer babies. Now you know because the younger coaches, I got the energy. I'll go after it, and I think you're going to see uh, maybe a, a regime change, a change in, in who the new blue bloods are going to be. Because once again, the, the coaches who can take advantage of the transfer portal are going to be the winning coaches. Every year, it used to be with the one and dones. You, there were certain schools that would rise up and be really good for a year. Yep, and then they would suck. You would see a Memphis. That's what I was just about to say. Was Memphis? You see a Memphis, prime example. Memphis. Oh my God, Memphis is a top five school, and then Memphis doesn't make the tournament. And, or you see schools like that. Now, you literally are going to take every player aside from your. And it's, if you have a star player, your star player is going to lead to go to the NBA. Exactly. So, There's not going to be Xavier Tillman's that or Cassius Winston's that are really going to have the time. And do you think that's going to hurt kids like that that need two or three years to really shine no, in college hoops? It's not going to hurt kids because the kids are going to find it. It's going to hurt the coaches and it's going to hurt the teams and the fans who be prepared to see the kid that you recruited become a Johnny Zhujiang. Kentucky's. I'm sure every Kentucky fan is saying, wait, that guy was on our bench mm-hmm. and he led UCLA to a, you know, a final four when nobody thought that they could make it there. So you're, you know, it's, it's how, you know, I'm sure North Carolina state fans feel about Russell Wilson. Wait, we let him go. And now he's going to Wisconsin and lighting it up for Wisconsin. The only reason I see that one's a little different is because he left to go play baseball. No, he left because his coach gave him an ultimatum. Oh, really? Yeah. He wanted to do both sports, and oh, his coach and said, football and that's you're it. only going to do football or you got to go. And he's like, well, I'm a graduate, and I got to go. So well, thanks. I, see, I didn't know that part about him. Yeah, he, yeah, the coach drew a hard line in the sand and couldn't back down without losing face. Which is so weird, too, because, like, Kyler Murray played 
both in in college, right? I mean, Jameis Winston won the Heisman, and he was still out there pitching for Florida State. It's one of those things that the coach coach died on that hill. Let's just put it like that. Well, we won't see coaches dying on hills anymore, that's for sure. So, But in college basketball, what you're going to see is every year you just put every player in a bag, jumble the bag up, and you just start picking them up. It's almost going to be like a, a draft. I mean, transfer. Free agency. I mean, here, I wonder if they're going to corral it and say, you know what, kind of like signing day, you're going to have transfer day. Like, you can't sign with another team until this day. So It's got to be. There's going to have to be. I mean, right now, it's I, – I, I think that's the next thing because coaches, it's almost – it's shopping at a thrift store is what one coach, how he put it to me. Absolutely. You're looking at other people's trash. It's, it's other people's trash, but it's not necessarily trash. <clears throat> like, well, some let, they let, can't use. Let's see. Trash might be excessive. No, but let's say you have you know a dining room set and you need a certain piece to complete it that you didn't have. You walk in there and hold, lo and behold, there's there it the is. piece that you need. Now, it's not the right color, but it's the piece that you need. Now, do you take that and you repaint it and boom, it works? Or if you come back tomorrow, that piece is gone. And now you're banking that you'll find the piece that you want. It's one of those, you got to be sure about the guy you want. Like, you know, Michigan State taking Tyson Walker at point guard. Okay, great. We like him. But what if the next day after he says, I'm going to Michigan State, you know, Malik Carr from from Minnesota Minnesota. says, hey, I think I want to hit the portal. Oh, wow. We could have had him. Or like Cade Cunningham's like, you know what? I did enjoy college. I'm not going pro, but I'm not going to stay here because they're going on probation. Right. So, yeah, I, I want to – yeah, right. So, that great example. Cade Cunningham all of a sudden drops in the transfer portal. Every team that took a point guard is kicking themselves, saying, wait, is the ink dry? Can can we just jettison this guy and go after Cade instead? There's going to be no loyalty for coaches oh, none or at players. All. I mean, just, just so fans know that. Loyalty fa- – so don't – please, please – well, you know, I would do – no one cares what you would do because you can't dunk the ball. You can't throw a no-look pass. You can't hit a Steph Curry type three. Um, I actually can just to let oh, you know, but just, uh, just letting you know. <laughs> but how does it that, change that, – That Macomb County five. That No, I, I was in Macomb County four, oh, believe that or not, a okay. six-foot power forward in oh, high school. Okay. You know I was just drop-stepping the hell out of them, oh, man. Okay. Yeah, right. Unbelievable. But that's what makes me say that. But, like, I'm just wondering, can a – let's say my kid is going to Michigan State. He signed his national letter of intent. Can a school come back and say it's now void? No. I mean, if the, if you sign a national letter of intent, that's literally a contract saying you can come there. Yeah, because I'm wondering, can, a, can a, a coach cut a scholarship player? No. You can strongly suggest that the player transfers and leaves, but... Because couldn't they block players from going to certain schools, like maybe if they were playing them the following year or something like that? No. They could never block a kid from transferring. No, that's 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 what the one-time transfer rule No, no, is. I'm saying before this. Oh, yeah, you could say, yeah, you can't, yeah. You know what? You can leave, but you can't go to anybody in the conference. Okay, so they could dictate that before. Who we're going to play. Right. So if they're not on our schedule next year or they're not in our conference, like, for example, if, you know, you're Michigan State and, you know, Rocket wants to leave and this is under the old system, Rocket says, I want to go to Arkansas. That's fine. We're not going to play Arkansas next year. 
See you, son. Woo pig suey. But if he's like, I want to go to Wisconsin, mm, you could have been like, no, no they're in our happen. conference. It's not happening. Or he could say, I want to go to Kansas. No, we're going to play Kansas next year in the uh, Champions Classic. Right. So, no, you can't go. I actually like that rule change the most because if you can't, like, you can't dictate where a kid's going, right? I mean, it's their life. It's not pro, which NCAA has made very clear. These are student athletes, not pros, nothing like that. Student is first. But yet you could tell them, no, you can't get your education there. Right. It, which, it, it's crazy to me. And I, I know I have to get used to it because I think this is literally allowing weak kids to make this choice. But I also see that you have to adapt with the times, and these are the times that we're in. See, I don't think it's necessarily weak kids. I think it's kids that didn't take their recruiting seriously. Kids that just looked at the name, looked at the coach, looked at the program, and didn't look at, can I really fit here because while you're going to take that spot and you're saying, well, I could always go into the portal if I don't like it. Just know that the coach is saying the same thing. If you don't pan out, I can always replace you with somebody in the portal. I will leave the door open and strongly suggest that you're going to go. I'm going to cut your minutes down. I'm going to sit you on the bench. I'm going to kind of make your life miserable. I can't force you out, but I can surely strongly suggest this is how things are going to be for the next three years. son. Now, the problem is you won't get too many Cassius Winstons. You won't get too many Xavier Tillmans. You won't get a ton of Luca Garzas. You won't get those guys that in their junior and senior year become the guy because at this point you're almost with, with a quick trigger. If you're not developed and ready by your sophomore year, okay, well, maybe I need to go someplace else because I'm not that guy. I mean, once again, let's just use Rocket. Rocket stays at Michigan State for four years. Rocket could be this integral piece to a championship team. Yep. But after year two, Rocket's minutes goes down. His points goes down. He gets frustrated. He gets frustrated. And... It's easy to hit the restart rather than work through it. Cassius Winston probably would have transferred out because Cassius wasn't. Everybody remembers senior Cassius, player of the year Cassius. And, and junior Cassius. Right. And, but people forget freshman year. They were as frustrated with him as they are with Foster Lawyer. Right. Too small, oh, can't don't, guard. Don't, don't you say that. You're, you're now about to set, upset people because Foster Lawyer is the devil. No, He's I the understand that, ever. but that's exactly what people said about Cassius Winston. Why is this kid on the floor? It's the same thing they said about Draymond Green as a freshman. Mm-hmm. Why is this kid shooting threes? Why is right. this fat kid doing this and that? Oh, and dude, look what he turned same into. Same kid about Matt McQuaid, I remember. Oh, oh. Where, where do we get this guy, this white guy? He can't play defense. He can't shoot the ball. He can't do anything. Well, go watch their game against Duke and then tell me that. Right, but it was I remember it was the kid out of Flint that ended up going to Texas uh, that everybody wanted. And he really didn't amount to anything. And it was like Michigan State went to Texas and got wow. it was almost like a trade. And, but everybody, you you bash these kids and they're not ready and they're not this. You're you're not going to see that kid develop unless that kid has a desire wow. who wants to stick around. And that's what kills me is that you know so many people are like Tom Izzo can't develop players, and I'm, and we just named four off the top of our head. Right. That he developed into NBA players. Well, how about this? Well, he didn't develop Jaron Jackson. No, Jaron Jackson was like the third pick overall, right? right? Pretty sure he did well for himself. Well, he didn't develop Miles Bridges. Well, he wasn't, you know, all American. What Jaron said on the bench. Lottery pick. Ben Carter. Oh, okay. Well, go okay. watch that game again. But I, my question to you is, 
Would this rule have been in place if the COVID year last year didn't happen? The reason I say that is because kids didn't get to take their recruiting visits. You did it all over. Zoom. I think it expedited it. Okay. I think, I think the I think it was already there. It was it was being talked about, but this kind of brought it to the forefront because now you got a bunch of kids who just transferred and they're using COVID, and it's like guys, we, 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 the horse is out the barn. We 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 can't bring this back. And they just they needed to do this to. Do what, I guess, is my question. Is it, are they doing it to benefit the NCAA? No, they're doing it because it's the lesser of two evils, in my opinion. It's easier to let the kids transfer than pay them. So, so you think that they're doing this to delay paying athletes? Yes, yes. You're not happy, but now you're not happy for your playing. You're, you're not, think about it. You're not focused on saying, pay us our money. Now you're looking at how you can get to another team and find ways to play. It's a distraction. Okay. It's brilliant on their part because we're not talking about the uh, the NIL. We're well, not talking well, about any of this. Once that happens, that's going to change us even more. Right, so. but it's it's the way of dragging their feet. It's, oh, okay, well, dinner's not ready here. Snack on this for now. They're just kicking the can further down the road. But, I mean, if you think about it, like uh, you never would have had the biggest shot in modern Michigan State history. Kenny Goins wouldn't have stuck around. No, senior year. absolutely not. Kenny Goins. He would have gone to He had opportunities to play other places. Ohio or. He walks on and he says, I want to be at Michigan State. And he worked his butt off and he got there. And another prime example of developing a player. Right. You got to walk on to hit your huge shot yes, at the but end when, of the season. But when people say develop players, they, they're really talking about, well, how come we don't have the next NBA all-star? How can we don't have this? Well, because there's three of those guys a year. Yes, yeah. and I, I would simply say, really, did, did Rick Barnes really develop Kevin Durant? No, he didn't. No, Durant was there for a year. Okay, and but, one and Duns, they are what they are. They're there only because they have to be there for, for college basketball. This is really going to be a game changer. College basketball, <laughs> like the streak that Michigan State has of going to the tournament. You know, it's going to be hard to see teams who can reel off 10 consecutive years because as much as we praise Juwan, here's the thing about going into the portal. Everybody thinks it's this utopia. Oh, I can just get somebody in the portal. You swing and miss. You're stuck with that kid for a year. Oh, yeah. I, I, hey, Joey Hauser did not pan out the way that we thought he was going to pan out. And they're stuck with him. What are we going to do with him now? So can he use the one-time transfer rule? And the only reason I'm asking, he transferred in the old rules. Oh, yeah, he can because he had to sit. That's Okay, that's what I'm wondering. I'm not he saying had, he's going to transfer yeah. anything like that. I'm wondering if it can still benefit a kid that has transferred, that had I to sit I out. I believe so because he had to sit out. He okay. didn't get the opportunity to play. I mean, imagine, you know, he probably would have benefited playing from the team. Well, I guess they wouldn't have gone to the tournament, so we would have never known. But, yeah. I do believe, don't quote me, but I think that he could still use that one-time rule to, that he could leave and go wherever. So I mean, it does benefit the kids. And then, you know what? On top of it, they can go to the player's trunk, and now they have two sets of gears that they can do, that they can sell. Evan, it does. It, it's going to be different. People are going to have to embrace this. People are going to have to just go. It's every year. Like Marvin Clark. He's a prime example, right? Yeah. Was that, that was his name with Michigan yeah. State, right? At the end of his career at Michigan State, I thought he really was starting to go upwards, right? And then he chooses to go, I think, St. John's. St. John's. And, and he played a lot more. He was a starter there and everything. And some kids, that's really going to benefit. Yeah. John Best went to St. Louis. How many kids 
are going to be stuck without a home. Because I wonder how many schools are going to allow you to come back like a Connor Hayward. You know what? That's a good question. <clears throat> yeah, I can. Yeah, kid that de- can't decide he was going to leave. So you're good. Yeah. Um, all right. Let me. But no, the kid we stole from East Lansing High School. He's the guy. We stole him from Michigan State. That They're Andrew be... or whatever. Yeah, Anthony Andrew. Like guys, they went out and got a top kid out of. Uh, Louisiana. Well, and also the thing is, too, like, think about it. How many times do they say the Michigan State recruits suck, but now you're happy you got one? I know. We, but, yeah, he was, he was going to be your best recruit. He's just going to be average for us. Uh, okay. okay well, then why would you want him? How did that, that work out with all the guys that Harbaugh took that all left the program? So, so um, We're good. All right. So what you'll end up having is what I like to call the uh, the transport portal homeless the football homeless the basketball homeless guys that thought life was going to be greener thought it was going to be great i could go to this school and i don't have a scholarship i got no place to go now some teams will accept you back if they say hey you know what you never should have left in the first place but evan i could probably say that's like five percent of the teams five percent of the people that go in the portal can come back others once you leave they were kind of waiting for you to go, and your scholarship is more valuable than you are because you didn't contribute as much to the team as we thought. And you leave and go to that portal, and you got no soft landing place. It's that that life hits you hard moment it comes yeah. at you fast. You better decide: Am I okay with going to a mid major Division two type of thing? And that's what I was going to ask: Do these kids end up going to D two, D three schools, or even junior colleges to try to get back to where they were? But if I'm a school and a kid wants to leave, and and I'm a very petty person, I understand that. But I would say we weren't good enough for you. You didn't want us. We're not your second choice, right? And and most of them are going to be like that. Yeah, uh, there's a handful of guys that you're not going to see yeah. Connor Hayward happen every day, right? Like you know, I, I'm like I, I think of the uh, there's a couple guys like Michigan State. It shocked them when the kids came and said, "Hey, we want out." They didn't see it coming, right? And if the kid had decided, you know what, emotional night, had nightmares, ate some pizza, bad Chinese food, and, you know, I'm sorry. Yeah, no harm, no foul. And that also happens in big business, too, not just sports, where, you know, the boss will think, is so-and-so all right? Are they happy here? But they're not looking at the people that they probably should be, right? Correct, yeah. And I just feel like you're going to see kids – who had a good life. I mean, and I've said this time and time again, I think getting a full scholarship to a major D1 program, you're living a pretty good life for four years. You're a big man on campus. Your gear is there. Your food is there. Like, I'm watching well, these know, Michigan State videos and what they're feeding these kids. Well, here's the funny thing. that You talk about that, Evan, not to cut you off. No, but that's fine. It's why people are like, oh, well, you know, Thomas Kithier and Foster Lure, they need to go. Like, why? They're on scholarship. They, they didn't do anything wrong. No. And it was, once again, and I'm going to say this. If you're going to be upset, if you're listening to this podcast and you're a Spart- Spartan fan, if you're going to be upset, focus your anger on the little guy coaching the team. Yeah. Tom Izzo is who you should be upset about. He offered the scholarship. The kids accepted it. You act like they're supposed to walk in there and fall on their sword and die because you're not happy. And Thomas Kithier, you know about Tom. You know the good thing about Thomas Kithier, he got a degree. Oh he's yeah, done. Three he's years. a grad assistant. I mean, he's going to be a graduate transfer. 
He has his degree. He used Michigan State for exactly what he wanted. He got a degree out of them, and now he can go someplace else and play. And, yeah, he gave you everything he had when he went on the court for those 10 minutes. Yeah, and and he is the NCAA's dream athlete. Yes. You came here. You took advantage of what we're giving you, which is a free education. And you know what you can parlay that into? Now he's going to go get another degree on top of that. And guess what? We all know Thomas Kithier is not an NBA player, right. but he's going to turn it into a pretty darn good job. Right. Because that's what people fail to realize is that, uh, what, 95% of the people who play college basketball are not NBA players. Well, they aren't going to make it. And what do you expect out of these kids that they're going to show up, you know, whose dream is to play at major D1 right. basketball, right? That's right. most kids' dreams, not named the NBA. You're going to tell me that you want somebody like Foster Lawyer to walk into Tom Izzo's office. Tom's like, hey, we want to offer you a full ride. I'm not good enough here. For Tom, you, I Tom. don't think the message boards are going to be happy with this. Yeah, people aren't going to be happy. The, the, but, the, yeah, the, the slow the whole, people out there who can't jump. He's not a Big jump. Ten player. You know what? He is because yeah. guess what? He plays in the Big Ten. Yeah. Not everybody's going to be Cassius Winston. Not everybody's going to be the elite of the elite players. And I hate to say it. As much as you think Big Ten basketball is this upper echelon basketball, it ain't. This year it showed it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mateen Cleves was your last, uh, the point guard on the team when the Big Ten last won. Put it in more perspective, Evan, 80% of the Big Ten rosters weren't born yet. Well, I mean, go look at like Illinois' fabulous team that they had, right? Right. Who was pro from it? One player. Right. Darren Williams, you didn't see the other point guard I, whose name I'm missing. D. Brown. Augustine, who was out there giving great minutes. Like, this team was phenomenal. And one of those kids was good enough for the NBA. Uh, look at the Ohio State when they went, you know, back-to-back years. and, and uh, Conley. Conley and, and, and then we found out that Odin was really 56 years old. Yeah, and his body just wasn't made for it. You know, right. the, the body type of LeBron James where you don't get hurt until you're 36, 37 – it doesn't happen. Right. So, but the, with the transfer portal the way it is now, I mean, here's the irony of all ironies. If Foster Lawyer had gone someplace else and was available, state fans would be clamoring. Go get him. Go, go get him. We got to go get guy. this guy. He gets we, it. Yeah, he wants we got, to be He's going to be our type of guy, but it's it's just the fan base. and It just kills me. He's not costing you games. No, he's not. No. Yeah, because those – but. Eight minutes he got in, that, that was the reason why the team was bad. No. no if you want to be angry, I've, and I know we've gone off on a tangent, be angry at Tom. That's the guy. Yeah. But nobody will know. You got to blame the players. You know what? You had a bad year, but this kind of goes full circle. If you're a bas- especially a basketball fan, you better be prepared because there's going to be years you're going to swing for the fences, you're going to miss your team's going to be bad, and you're going to be hoping just to make the tournament the way MSU was yep. this year. That's the nature of this new beast is that with the portal, you're going to strike gold. And some years, like Michigan, you struck gold with your two guys you brought in last year. Gold. And look Platinum, what happened. Whatever helped you, you out, it. Helped you out so much. Zeb Jackson, your, your, your little hotshot freshman, didn't get off the bench. There are going to be years you're going to need your players. You better get used to that. In college football, man, it, it, it's the quick fix. It's It, it seriously is, uh, hey, we're really suffering on the D-line, and we need a linebacker, and we need an O-lineman. Okay. You're not looking to see what kid can help us and who's in high school. Right. Immediately, 
because you, you're going to have a staff member assigned to the portal. Start typing. Okay, here's a list of 20 guys we should contact because they could help us next year. Well, it's going to be a whole different dynamic to recruiting. I mean, and we've kind of already seen it when kids enter their name into the transfer portal. But there was something like 1,700 kids in it or something ridiculous it's, like that. Yeah, and, I, and they're going to be homeless. They're going to be football and basketball homeless guys unless you're willing to swallow your pride. Well, and that's what and I was going to say. There's going to be a lot of bruised egos out there. You know what? And a lot of parents that don't understand. Maybe it. I need to go... Maybe I need to go Mac. Maybe I need to go to an HBCU. Maybe I need to go Division Two. Maybe I need to go someplace else. And also, at the end of the day, we have to remember they're still getting their education if right. they play it right. right. So going to a Central Western is not a bad thing. It's just that might be what you have to do. We've seen quite a few players from Michigan State that have transferred that end up at Marcel Lewis as a linebacker. He's at Central. Right. Ladarius uh, Jefferson, he went to Western. Nice. And now he's portal. transferring again because he's probably shooting. I had a very good year. My tape is here, which I didn't have at Michigan State because right. I couldn't get those reps. But I bet he goes to a bigger D1 school. Yeah. And, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be the Wild West. There's going to be a lot of questions that we're going to have. And NCAA is going to have to have those answers. Well, and now you're going to see, I'm wondering because I looked at the wording and I got to check it again. The biggest test of this transfer portal is what happens to the guy who transfers in December and goes to a new team in January. Oh, like, okay, because that's how it works. It's based on semesters, yeah, right? Yeah. So let's say foster lawyer right with Michigan State we're just using this as a pure example based on name and through December Michigan State's doing pretty well but he's not playing a lot right but he sees over at Wisconsin Brad Davidson tore his knee up or something like that I could go play there right now yeah or you know you look at a guy like Rocket Watts and oh my god Kentucky's not doing this I can go to Kentucky right now yeah and help them out that's the one it, to it's, see a kid play for two different teams in one season, it will be very interesting. Somebody, to see. I think that you can. I don't think that they thought that through. Now, I think that's going to be a loophole that quickly gets closed when oh, somebody sure. challenges it. But, yeah. Or, and, or let's say you're a five-star that went to Kentucky this year, and the team is, like, really bad, and you're like, this is not what I signed up for. But I see Louisville, they have a little yeah. need for a power forward, and and – Actually, and, I think my dad got a call from their coach asking about me. Well, here's something else that you got another byproduct that I don't know if they looked into this byproduct, but I, he, I'm not saying this because of the reason, because we found out like Xavier Worthy, the wide receiver who was going to Michigan. Then wasn't going to Michigan. That, then was going to Michigan. Right. Then he, wasn't he, going to he Michigan. basically is opting out of his commitment because he wants to go someplace else. Now, I don't know if that's because – I don't know why, but you could get kid who signed to go to school – and in there, because think about it. Normally, after signing day, that's it. Yeah, there's no more addition to the roster. You sign your, you sign in February because that's the latest you can go. And now all of a sudden, the team adds three guys to your position from the transfer portal. I don't want to go there anymore. I don't want to play at that school. And that's what I was wondering: is how many freshmen are going to have their ego hurt because they signed? Coach told them, "You're the guy." See, I think you're going to get guys who never make it to campus. And I don't know if that's called a transfer or not because technically you're not a part of the team, but I think once you enroll, you'll ask you'll ask out of your No, but I'm saying 
guys that are supposed to come this summer, not the early enrollees. Oh, okay. So they haven't even stepped on campus right. yet, but they're wearing their hats right. and you everything. To- you told me I'm going to be the starting they're running back. They're still finishing high school is what you're saying. Yeah, but you brought in three running backs in the transfer portal. I don't want to go there anymore. You're going to see schools have to release guys because – yeah, I, I this isn't what I signed up for. And I don't necessarily blame a kid for that, right? Because you, I'm sure, going into these homes with recruiting, they're told they're the next Joe Montana, you're the next Derrick Henry, you're the next Jason Pierre-Paul, and you're going to play for us right away. Now, that's coach talk. I understand. You have to say it. I'm not sure there's many coaches that go into a kid's living room and they're like, I don't see you playing for three years, but... Yeah. If you're willing to put in the work, because that's just not how people are nowadays, and there's no problem with it. it no. Times change. I get it. <laughs> it's going to get messy for a few programs. It's going to get very messy. So you better be used to how your team used to look and how it been, and tradition, that tradition is gone. If you don't adapt, your team's going to die. Yeah. If you don't embrace this, it ain't going – it's not going to go back ever to, okay, no more transfers. It's only going to get worse where you're going to have people transferring throughout the, the school year. Huh. So you better be okay with this or you know, I'm never going to watch football again. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. I'm the, uh, I Yeah, just, next this, Saturday when it's on, you're This watching. has just ruined the game and I'm done watching it. Okay. Hey, did you see the game last night? Oh, my God, yes. And also, I mean, <clears throat> you know this as well because you're on a primetime radio show. People call in every day. I'm not going to listen to them anymore. And then they call tomorrow, and they're like, yeah, I can't stand. I'm like, you just told me you weren't going to listen anymore. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to listen to you anymore. Okay. See you tomorrow at 2. Yeah, All right. Exactly. And that's and that's how it's going to be. You know, old heads are going to get pissed, whatever. But at the end of the day, we still have alliances to the schools that we love. I'm not going to stop watching Michigan State no, because of this. It's going because to be Because I different. root for that yeah. name right yeah. here on your chest. I'm not yeah. rooting for players. If that's the case, then I would be a Duke fan, right, or a Kentucky fan. I'm telling you, Evan, the funny thing is, is I think that the the transfer portal is going to devalue recruiting. Yeah. Because if I miss on a kid, I just got to stay friendly with you. Where it's going to hurt, it's going to hurt the kid that's a fringe D1 player. Because you're not fringe anymore. You're now D2. Right. Because other than that, it's, you know, it's like, Hey, you shoot your shot with this girl, and okay, you know what? Just call me whenever. We maybe we could do lunch, and doesn't work out with her boyfriend, and she shows. Hey, you still got a spot for me? Yeah, come on in. And, and that's what it's going to be like with players. If you swing and miss, it's okay. I mean, Harold Joyner was a guy. D'Antonio recruited him, thought he was going to come. Kid ends up going to Auburn, transfers out of Auburn, picks up the phone, calls State. You know, Tucker answers. He's like, Hey, where's Mark? Yeah, Mark's not here anymore. Right, yeah. Mark left in February. I'm yeah. the new guy. Do you want to come here? Okay, yeah, sure. You're going to see a lot more of that. And you know what? And as much as I bag on Jim Harbaugh, he was ahead of the curve with this. He's gone and done it. Which is funny because he's not really using it. But, yeah, he was he was Jim Harbaugh, and people say, oh, you know, guys don't say anything positive. No, That's something is, positive right now. He fought for this. Yeah. He believed in this. And I got to give him credit because, you know what, it probably is right for college sports because we penalize kids that leave after their coach leaves, but the coach can go coach next year, not right. sit out. But poor kid who committed to this dude, this old man, yeah. who is a father figure or whatever. Right. You were supposed to commit to the program. No, you, you committed commit to, to the, the coach. coach. Right. 100% of the time. Right. Because guess what? When Tom Izzo leaves Michigan State, 
kids aren't going to come there because it's Michigan State. Right. They're going to see, oh, Tom isn't there anymore. It's not Michigan State to me anymore. I have, and I've, I've talked to parents who are saying, you know what? My kid's going to Michigan State because of Mel Tucker. Yeah. That's I like what, I'm what he's doing. I like the way he's going to turn this program around. And I had a talk with him. That's why who I want my kid to well, play for. And as a I coach. think a prime example was um, Donovan Edwards, who uh, grew up a Michigan State fan, went to Michigan. There's not loyalty anymore to the school that you grew up a fan of. No, because once you become of age to go to said school, it's a business. It is. You got to make a business. What is going to be the best for you? So yeah, we'll see. Oh, what you got for me, man? If you had a transfer for Michigan State, where are you going? What sport? No, you, you're just going to school. You're unhappy oh, with oh, your oh. professors and stuff. I'm talking to Rico Beard is oh. a 19-year-old man at Michigan State. You're unhappy. You hate your roommate, Doug Karsh. You want out. Where's Rico Beard going? Oh, man. Knowing what I know now? Yeah. You oh, can use your knowledge. I'm headed to Tempe. Okay, you're going to Arizona State. I'm going to Arizona freaking State. Are you <laughs> kidding me? I mean... Yeah, your bad winter. Yeah, winter coat, you can stay here. Yep. It'll drop down to 45 for like five days. And guess what? That hoodie you're wearing is yeah. more than fine. Right. Uh, <clears throat> talk about more than fine, walking on campus, lots of more than fine things to look at. Oh, and I'm sure. And I'm not talking about the mountains. No, I know you're not because that first Michigan State game every year, it seems like the year, the number increases and the clothes decrease. And I'm like, I don't even know what's going on anymore. Yeah. Try going to ASU. The, right. When State played ASU, it was like, oh, yeah. my God. I'm sure. So, yes, if I was leaving, that's where I'm going. Sun Devil forks up. Wow. <laughs> Just imagine that sweatshirt you're wearing. It would Instead of gruff Sparty, it's that silly little... The, it's, it's the Sun Devil. Da Sparky. <laughs> yes. Sparky. Is his name? Sparky. Yeah, his name's Sparky. No idea. Oh, imagine if I play football, Herm Edwards would be my coach. Yeah. You play to win the game. Good for him. You yeah. know what? I never thought he would come back to coaching. He's done a pretty decent Dude. job. He sent kids to the pros, which you couldn't say before. Okay, Evan, yeah, imagine. I could just imagine you. if You you would probably come and join me because you go play golf every day. Oh, I would have gone day to, of the year. Uh, what's the school in California that has, like, a great volleyball program? Cal? No, not even Cal. It's a smaller one, but the campus is unbelievable. Mike always, always brags about this camp. Like, it's not even Pacific. I don't know, but there's, yes, I'm going to a warm weather school right. for sure. And it's probably, is it easier to get into a school out of state? I don't know that. I, didn't, I went to Spex no. Howard, so I'm not a no, it's university actually, man. It's actually harder because you got the out-of-state tuition. Okay. So, yeah, it's actually wow. like double the cost. So Look at you. You could have been a whole different man if the transfer portal was there. They should do it for students. Isn't that crazy, though, that if well, you're I mean, a student in college, transfer. you can go anywhere you want at any time. But if you play a sport, nope, absolutely not. Well, yeah, because it's a lot of rich alums and money, and they, I don't want my team to suffer. And Yeah, yeah you could go. But, yeah, for me, California, no, because, man, it's just the traffic is just so bad. And, you know, it's my own personal thing. I just don't like the fact that they sit on that, that San Andreas fault line. Like, every day, so you get, like, earthquakes? Nah, man. There's certain things that Yeah, I, you know what? Natural disasters are something I don't really think of. But that's why we're lucky here. You know, you might get a tornado or something. Snow. I mean, the worst thing, that we get pummeled with snow. You wear a coat, you get a shovel, Boots. You, you get snowed in, you ain't got to go to school. 
Yes. But we don't get hit with the tornadoes. The we don't get hit with the hurricanes earth. or the earthquakes and things like that. So in the grand scheme of things, our weather sucks here. But, but you're safe. Chances are it ain't going to kill you. Yeah, an avalanche not going to hit you or anything crazy. Or, like, people think California is just going to magically break away from the United States and just be floating. Hey, man, I saw the movie with The Rock. <laughs> it can happen. Oh, that's so good. I wonder where Rock would have transferred from Miami because I watched that young Rock and it yeah. seems like Ed Ogeron was something else when he was there at Miami. But just think how many, like, older players right now are, like, Damn, if that could have happened. I mean, I wanted to go to Hawaii, but I mean, once you go to Hawaii, that's that's it, man. Well, no, I mean, you know, it's it's not like you could go. See, if you go to any place within the forty eight states, worst case as a student, you could just drive. Yeah, you're in Hawaii. If you ain't got money, you're stuck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, hey Evan, let's go drive out to the Rose Bowl. It'd be a hell of a road trip. (laughs) Probably something that movies are made of. Right, but still, we can do it. Right. And I knew people who did that. Well, it's like even here, if you want to go to Florida, guess what? I jump on one road the entire way. I'm 75. So, but yeah, you go to Hawaii. So, but yeah, Hawaii was another school. I actually applied to Hawaii, man. I was going to start calling you Sparky. (laughs) (laughs) So, that's what I got for you. I got some ASU swag. So, (laughs) all right. Well, I hope you enjoyed. Evan and I will be back next week. Thanks for listening to the Five Star Zone. Thinking of buying a house and want a really low interest rate? Owning has a special for home purchases, where owning pays all your closing costs and the rate in APR is an unheard of 1.875% for a 15-year fixed mortgage with 20% down. This is the craziest low rate for a mortgage with no closing costs that owning has ever done. 1.875% rate in APR. Heck, we're almost paying you to live in a new house. Call 8332-OWNING or go to owning.com to see if you qualify for this crazy low 1.875% rate. That's a fixed rate loan at 1.875% with no closing costs. Call 8332-OWNING now because 1.875 could go away at any time. NMLS 2611, licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, subject to credit approval. Offer assumes the use of lender's choice escrow and title services. Call 8338580066 for terms and conditions. That's 8332owning or owning.com. 8332owning or owning.com. Hi, I'm John Meacham, the host of Cadence 13's new podcast, Fate of Fact, on how America and its political parties got to where we are today. Available now on Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts.